This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's going on in your life? I'm good. It's getting sunny. Yeah. I'm feeling, I'm smelling spring in Posi- the air. Positivity is in the air. Right? Yeah. I can feel it. I feel like it's... Uh, it's nice happening. day in New York City. The buzz comes back. It, it, yeah. it starts buzzing. And and right now I walked here and it was like streets are alive. People are out. You could feel a sense of like, you know, you do do this thing. And I, I don't know if this is, you know, what this says about me, but you do this thing. I can have a drink tonight. Yeah. I could go somewhere. I could do something. Exactly. Once you once you start getting out of that, uh, you could. That uh, season where you have to wear your mittens, where your fingies <laughs> mitten, are cold. Right, get away from fingies yeah. cold season, and you're you're you've made it through the tough times of New York. And even like I was talking to my mom on the way here, like you know, she's like, "What's the what?" She goes, "What's the weather like?" I'm like, "I can be outside walking." That's yes. I mean, like because we're a walking city for the most part, right? You know, it that's changes the whole vibe. The whole vibe, even though we are dressed like we are. Improv team members. Uh, <laughs> Waiters at, a, uh... <laughs> at the hottest restaurant in L.A. We look like we're in our Vanderpump costumes. We do, actually. All um, black here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see Jordana and I, twinsies. <laughs> Things are starting to brighten up. We're so hopeful. Right. <laughs> and then all black. You can see it all here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 I haven't had the positivity that you're having. Okay. I, I don't know why. Just, I don't know. I've been... I've I've kind of this is the theme of episodes that we've taped mm-hmm. that I'm like um, I I did I did feel nice walking here I will say yeah. that um, that's good it's a little uh, little vitamin D boost love the D um, <laughs> so <laughs> get that screen grab um, <laughs> yeah I don't know I'm like uh, it, it's funny I heard I was listening to uh, oversharing you. You went over something near and dear to my heart on the last episode. Which, what did we go over? You guys do a game at the end of the show. Triggered. Triggered, where it's like, how triggered should someone be? Yes. And one of them was that the husband was eating all the kids' food at night. (laughs) Yes. And I was listening to that, and someone even messaged me. They're like, do you have an issue with this? As a late night eater (laughs) myself, you guys really... Did not take the side of the husband eating the kids' snacks. I mean, the kids had no snacks to go to school with. You're literally taking food out of the mouth of babes. Yeah, they can survive. <laughs> they don't get the Fruit Loops I, or their, their fruit by the foot. I think you if you married a woman with a kid, uh, your stepdad and her daughter was has it a to stepdad. Hu- yeah, they're like two people with their own kids, and they're each brought one kid to the house. Okay, and the 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 new, the wife is packing, or or the new girlfriend is packing the snacks. If my if I'm if I if we get married, mm. we each bring a child to the relationship, and my daughter has to hide snacks, school snacks from her her stepdad. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> this guy has a problem. This is my point. This is, I mean, I talk about this in the special that, you know, is done. Yeah. The, the, a big part of it is about nighttime eating That's and great. how it's like more of an issue than people want to admit. And it is embarrassing. Like, I'm sure like this guy doesn't want 
to be eating her, you know, fucking Dunkaroos. He's he's hovered over the Dunkaroos with one light on in the kitchen, just sad. I mean, have some self control. I I have none. This, this is, this, say a, that to an addict of any kind. <laughs> say that to a heroin addict. Hey, have some self control. All right, fine. I guess I guess she's got to put the uh, go the, put the Dunkaroos in the safe. Is it something? Some I I have looked into. You're safe saying it's options. everyone else. It's everyone else's problem. I'm saying. saying they need to work together towards a solution. You and Doctor Naomi was a laugh. Fest. It was this guy's got an issue. Yeah, I mean, we said he had, has an issue. That's like a binge eating disorder. Right, it's disorder. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're if she said it's not a supply problem, I bought more. Right. He still it's he eats it all. He's like a dog. He yeah. just never stops. I mean, listen, I've been there. I I mean, I don't keep snacks in the house. Do you keep snacks in the house? Are you a snack buyer? I'm not a snacker. I don't really like snacking. Mike likes snack. He's a big snack guy. He is. You've said this before. He's a big yeah, snack guy. Big snack guy. Weird kid. Yeah, he, I, this is a fear I would have for him. Right. He's, <laughs> he loves that shit. Anything, anything that most people haven't had or wouldn't give their children since like 1995. Give us he, an example. What's the last snack he ate that you were like, what the fuck is this? Gushers. He's bought actual he gushers. Buys no gushers. children in the house buys gushers. You can buy single pack gushers no, like just a, at like a, a bodega? No, like, like a box of gushers. He will buy a box of gushers. Yeah, it's not every day. I, but, I would hope not. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. I've never heard of such a he, thing. Yeah, he's uh, Gushers. What does he have? Wait, um, I, I have more questions on the Lucky Gushers. Lucky Charms. <laughs> when is he buying these? Like on the way home? Like, are, do you guys get a grocery order? Is this like a delivered grocery? Well, usually I get not out. Not to out Mike. I, I, usually we get away from him having these snacks because we go to Whole Foods because that's by our apartment. Right, but he, Whole Foods has a whole new land of snacks. Like the, the, the fun Those are part healthy about, at least. Well, I would, I would, I... I don't think I think we can find an unhealthy corner of Whole Foods. I, I probably, but I would say the the fun of Whole Foods and Trader Joe's is like, what do they got that I don't know about? So is he getting snacks there? Um, at Whole Foods, mm. he gets like he prefers Trader Joe's for the of for course the, for who the who snacks. doesn't yeah right? right and if you're out there being like what's a Trader Joe's I don't have a Trader Joe's. Uh, oh, wow. You're, wow sorry, tough. we really looked down on you. Uh, um, no, Trader Joe's is like the place for, you know. Experimental snacking. I mean, right, yes. exactly. Creative dip style. Yeah. The creative dip style, I go through like I'm at. Are you a snacker? Yeah, I eat everything. I, I, I'm an everything. But you don't a, snack like throughout the day, do you? Really? I try my best. When I break, I break. Like okay. I, you know, I'm a binge eater. No question. Like, mm -hmm. listen, I've gotten the messages from the nutritionists and psychologists being like, Jared, if you ever need, like you get those messages, you're like, okay, get the fuck out of here. I don't need you. I didn't ask <laughs> right. for your fucking I wasn't help. A, I, it's not like you put out a slide. Right. Please write, give all your. Uh... Help me. <laughs> I can't stop snacking on gushers. Yeah, I don't do that. And then they yeah. message me. Hey, if you ever need. It's always someone that like, it's like, it's the same profile that DMs every time that does like, hey, if you need something. It's like them in their wedding dress with their dad. <laughs> um, they're messaging from they like Reading, Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, yeah, and if you ever need anything, I can help you be more mindful with your eating decisions. And it's like, get the fuck it's out like, of what here. What do you think this is? Right. right. No, I, what do you think? I. Like, this was my subtle plea. I go, I, I, I created a whole podcast <laughs> to find my, you know, someone to deal with my mental issues. No, you know, so. That's a different show. Diet starts tomorrow. Total Check different show. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so you go to the grocery store, Gushers. What's another snack he's getting? Hmm. I'm trying to think. Sorry. He's very into like chips and salsas. See, there were snack houses and there were non-snack oh, had, houses. I mean, you were at my wedding. I feel like right. all of his his friends would talk. He had like the snack house. It did seem that was a theme of the wedding. No. Yeah, definitely. Whatever. Like they talk about almond moms. I think he's he had like the opposite of that. Like right. whatever. Dorito mom. Yeah. Dorito. Regular <laughs> Coke. Um, when I mean, when I found regular Coke, right, I would be Coke. like in heaven. Like it would be like unheard of. When I found this man, he was downing probably six or seven regular Cokes a day. It's crazy. Six or seven Cokes a day. Yeah. Like it is interesting to me because Mike is in good shape. Looks great. He's definitely like fast metabolism, like thinner guy. Yeah. I just don't think, you know, I think this comes down to like, to bring it back to this triggered segment segment that mm-hmm. was on, you know, oversharing. This isn't about like, he doesn't like that. That husband doesn't go down being like, let me fuck over the kids and eat all their Dunkaroos. Like he can't stop. I understand that. I think I, I actually thought about this. You ever see the, uh, you ever see like the pastries next to the barista? Yes. You go for pay. You go to the, you go get coffee. coffee. Like yeah. this is my mind. Is croissant. Qu- croissant. <laughs> Would you date someone? You're on a date. <laughs> Red flag deal breaker. They go, yeah, I had a croissant. In the morning. <laughs> Are they French? They're not French. They're, they're know. from, you know, they're from Westchester. I don't want to insult Maddie who, you know, I feel oh, like might Maddie. say, I feel like Maddie might say it. No. And Maddie okay. was a French minor. French major. French major. Okay. And you are against it's croissant in America, but you go. Let's say family trip to Paris. Yeah, then I'm going to speak French. Oh, to the family. You're at the table. Are you guys going to get the croissant? Then the waitress comes. To the waitress, I'll speak French with my family. I'm speaking in English. I'm not putting a French word in the middle of an English sentence. Okay. I like that policy. I like the policy too. I think yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Shows a lot of self-awareness. Right. You're on a date. Guy says croissant. What do you do? Do you call him I, out? I get as the, as they call it an, an ick a little bit. Right. I, would, I wouldn't call him out. I think I would just, maybe if I did call him out, it'd be in a joking way. I'd be like, wow, like you've got quite the French accent. <laughs> <laughs> I am in can't help myself mode in dating at this point. You're just calling out things I'm left saying and right. everything that comes yeah. out. Anything first to mind, I'm saying it. It's almost like how to lose a guy in 10 days. I, I think that's how the better a, Maybe we should write, we should do a reality <laughs> show called How to Lose a Woman in 10 Days. I, I Listen, I'd be patient zero for that. I, I talked to someone on a dating app the other day and they, they were like, yeah, I took a painting class last night. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, no, I was like, how was that? Like, I'm just like immediately like, what? Really? Like, and then they were like, yeah, that we were doing figures. And I was like, still lives are like people. And they're like, not naked. There was a naked oh, wow. man. And I was like, if I was in that class, I wrote back. I was like, if I was in that class, I would draw a big picture of a penis and balls with a big face on it. I mean, you are, and I would think it was the funniest thing ever, and no one would think it was funny. You are yourself. I love it. Right. That's that's as me as it gets. I would, and and I said that, and they wrote back, ha 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 ha. But who knows? <laughs> you know, we've seen, we've were, all written were they a ha, actually ha ha. Right. We've we have who who amongst us hasn't ha ha something that they are like, get the fuck away from me. 
I actually, I love this idea for a movie of like a reverse 10 things I hate about you, where the idea is like, there's a bet, you win something at the end okay. and you have to, um, like, I guess, I mean, I guess the, maybe it's not reverse. It's just a new age. It's an updated 10 so things it, I hate about right, you. Right. Cause yes. the, the idea on 10 things I hate about you, which I, I have compared to a female superhero movie. Yes. I, I do believe I've I think I've said that here before. Cause she acts in a way where it's like, I got to hold back and she doesn't hold back at all. So yeah. you're saying act on your first instinct. This is like the similar to the Seinfeld George doing the opposite of everything he would do. Yes. You just act on a certain instinct. Yeah. Just com complete brutal honesty, I guess. But on his part, he's like, I guess trying in the movie, I guess he's trying to win her over. Right. He, get, he wins the bet if she falls in love with him in 10 days. Right. And she's trying to, that's the whole premise is she's trying to steer him away and he's trying to win her. They're know. both in bets. Right. Of a to see who kind. will like break first. Right. It's a standoff. Yes. She is gorgeous in that movie. Yeah. And her name's Andy. Andy. And Andy Anderson, I think. Andy Anderson. <laughs> that's a crazy name. She's like, she's like, um, yeah, she. There's some looks in some movies where you're like, it. It's almost like, whoo. Yeah. You know, she's in like, isn't she in like a? Um, like she's very a, pretty. She's in a dress at one point. Kate Hudson. Yeah, yeah. and I, I'm having a vision. She's in the diamonds. Not Frost ice. Yourself. Frost yourself always made me <laughs> squirm. I didn't like. I hated Frost yourself. I hated the whole. I hated that they were like, oh, that's a good tagline. I hate you frosted. I, I don't know. That never made sense to me. Make that a he was woman, this marketing genius. Make a woman fall in love with diamonds or make a woman fall in love with you, Ben. <laughs> right. It was so, I mean, so many of those movies are so cheesy. I watched. Yeah. Um, Sweet Home Alabama. I watched Sweet Home Alabama. Um, well, she's a monster in that movie. Yeah. I'm not a big Reese Witherspoon fan, actually. Reese's character is the like just like you can't believe that this person comes out on top. Yeah, she's not it, a not not a good look for her. No, but uh, just a little sneak peek. Next week, uh, next Sunday, we're going to be having uh, John Tucker Must Die star right. Jesse Metcalf on the podcast. So we're really coming. We're going to be full circle on this. This is good. That's a great segue because right? now I have to watch that movie. I've never seen it. That I mean, it's a great movie. I, we could probably discuss it with Jesse next week. But basically, the premise is it's this this like big this high school stud who mm. is dating three women at the same time who all find out that he's dating them at the same time and then come together to like take him down. And and this is another you know Avengers like female movie. Yes. Yeah, I gotta watch it. I'll watch it before we get. J Dog in here. Exactly. Let's do that. And and even I mean, if you haven't seen from the title of this episode, we've got a very special guest Barry coming the on the end. Uh friend and fan. Yes. We're gonna find out more about that. We haven't taped it yet. We haven't taped it yet. She's coming on at the end of this episode. Right. She'll be on. So But sometimes we tape out of order. We have no idea how this is gonna go. We're I, I mean, this is a major movie star coming. Not not to besmirch Jesse Metcalf, but what's he been <laughs> fucking doing? Um, but Rebel Wilson. Hopefully, I he doesn't listen to this before he well, comes on. <laughs> here's the difference, Jesse. See, I'm sure he's great. We're gonna have a fun time with him. I, this isn't again. But when I call my mom and I go, "Hey, we're having Jesse Metcalf on the show," and she goes, "Oh, your friend from high school," <laughs> and then I say. <laughs> Hey, mom, we're having Rebel Wilson. My mom goes, what? My mom's reaction 
I yeah. couldn't believe the name recognition. Yeah, she's next level. I'm very excited. She'll be on at the end of this. Um, and I'm and hopefully it just uh, kills it. I think, I'm sure I think it will. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be very fun. Um, Watch her not show up now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Brief announcement <laughs> before we get going with uh, faux pas or nah. Um, what, uh, so where were we? What, uh, should we just start the show? We're talking we... about snacks. Oh, snacks. <laughs> What's, oh, so I, I listen, I am so bad with snacks that I keep nothing in my apartment. Okay. I, I am actually in this kind of to take this back to the podcast a little bit, like relationships and snacks and getting together. Mm-hmm. I am living, I, I guess, like, I guess my if, if, if to make it about me, I this is um where you're, you're filling up. The weather's affecting you. You're happy. Do you have plans for like travel coming up? Uh, you have things coming up. Yeah, I mean, we have our tour coming up. Holy um, shit. So that's going to be a lot of travel for us. Name this episode, Burying the League. Right. <laughs> we didn't even mention Rebel Wilson. We didn't even mention the tour. The tour, which is out now. You can buy tickets now. Uh, Betches.co slash live. We're coming to Chicago. We're coming to Boston, New York, D.C., Philadelphia. You can get your tickets now. Um, so I'm traveling to those places. Right. These are our hot spots. So get the tickets now. None of those cities were sitting here being like, oh, will, will anyone come? You better get them now. They're going to sell out. Get your tickets. Assemble the group chat. This is a show for people who don't listen to the podcast, too. You Everyone. will love it. Your friends will love it even as much as you. That's the, that's the sell is to tell you you don't have to worry. Yes. Bring them in. Such a fun show. You guys are going to love it. Get your tickets now. And I'm also going, um, I'm going to Cabo next month. Cabo. Now, I would never go to Cabo. (laughs) You're you're right with the honesty. Right. right? I'm going to let it all fly. Who the fuck would go to Cabo? Well, my fear with Cabo is a lot of time traveling. Yeah. Well, ordinarily, I would say that. Mm. But we're, um, Mike's brother just had a baby. Um, Ooh, so I'm an aunt again. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and he lives in San Francisco or like the, okay. in the Bay Area. So we're gonna go visit. Uh, right. New, we're gonna we're gonna meet her, the new baby. Uh-huh. Um, we're gonna visit. And not, then we'll, a, not the biggest meeting in the world. I don't. Yeah, think she's, she's probably like, not gonna remember. What's but, up, you know, auntie? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she. Uh, but because we're already on the West Coast, right? We're gonna go to Cabo and pop then, on down. Exactly, pop into Cabo, and then on the way back, we're going to Chicago for our first stop on the U Up tour. Very interesting. You and I, we are gonna be getting ahead of, uh, of things yes. before the tour. It may be that we haven't spoken until the 18th in Chicago. It's possible because you're po- away the first two weeks of May, and right. then I'm away in, until after the the until the, until the you up show. Right, and it, I mean, I say we won't, but we speak in all we'll your recording. Text. Recording. Well, but we it's not like we do this show and then go back to our you know <laughs> our our. Posses. Right, I have your phone number. Right, we we do talk other than this show. Um, but yeah, but it won't be the interaction of this show until that date. Yeah. Which is kind of, that's when our we have mentioned we are at our our best. Exactly. So you know the Chicago show is going to be it. And here's another thing. And I don't want to act like I'm selling this too hard because I believe don't in the need show. To. We don't need to. If your friends are like, what is it? The live You Up Chicago show that we did last time is on our YouTube page. Yeah, you can watch it. Get a little taste. Get a little taste. That's right. They call that a a free view. Yeah. Right. Get it for free. But there, there's nothing like the live experience. But right. it's well, a good way, a good little entryway into the show. Well, this is a little taste of the drug, and then you got to come to the dealer. Yes. 
Yes. Get some more. So, yeah, it's, uh, so it's all there. That Consider that a business card for the show that you can go and send to your friends and be like, this is what it is. Yeah. So if they're wondering, no matter where we're doing the show. But I... I what else do you have coming up? I got tons of shit. <laughs> Fuck, is going on. Do you ever not? You always do. I, I'm yeah. always... I, maybe there were it's like, too much. There were like two weeks in COVID where you had nothing going on, but <laughs> since then it's... Uh, Non-stop. Yeah. I'm just trying to make, you know, trying to pay these bills. Like a single mother. That's right. I got to be someone's, out every... <laughs> someone's got to pay for these no snacks. <laughs> well, I, this is the depressing part of the last couple weeks for me. Do Could I exist in a relationship? I think you start getting down the rabbit hole. I think the longer you're single, you get down the rabbit hole of like, am I this... Like, am I not able to combine with someone at this point? Could I, you know, like right now I am living, it, someone came to my apartment recently um, I, uh, to do my podcast and they were like, they one of the guests, a comic, um, and she was leaving and she goes, all right, uh, good to see you, thanks so much. Get a cleaning person. <laughs> <laughs> that was their goodbye. Wow. I'm living the bachelor lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, that's what I say to my dad every time I go to his apartment. Oh, no. This is bad. <laughs> this is getting bad. I, I, cause I'm, my apartment is waters, club sodas, like uh, waters flavored sparkling seltzers, yeah. protein bars, and then a couple condiments on the door, and then a big vat of popcorn kernels. Okay. You make those from scratch? I guess you put them in the, no, I don't have a microwave to stop myself from eating at night. Okay. So I make popcorn on the stovetop. Okay. Uh, if I get ravenous and I don't buy any snacks, don't buy any like so you're things like, to keep in the house. And like I have salt, pepper, teriyaki sauce. Like that's what's going right. on. So you're like um, George Clooney and up in the air with like a binge, light night binging problem. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm... <laughs> I'm poorer, uglier, fatter, lonelier George Clooney from up in the air. No. With less suits. Uh, <laughs> and less Do you Delta points. I sent you that? You just reminded me of all the things I don't have. <laughs> the points. He's got more points. He's like a I, billion point there guy. Was, there was one scene from that movie that was yeah. very you that I sent it to you. And then I and then you were like, that, that was the most depressing thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you so much for sending that to me. I remember watching this going, I think I was hungover. And I was like, why are you sending oh, this I got to it. me? Spokane. Oh, I just went there. Oklahoma yeah. City. If anyone's out there, come. Oklahoma City. Uh, Austin just added. Oh, I forgot. Austin. I just added Austin, Texas to my calendar. Uh, come, 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 please. Uh, please, God. Uh, that's <laughs> Not April. that he needs you to be there or anything. I, 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 I thought I had the moment. Yeah, I don't need it. I just, I, I thought I had the whole month of April off. I do not. I'm going to be in Austin in April. Then we go to Europe. That's when oh, the yeah, European. Oh, yeah, Euro trip. Euro trip. Ready to uh, go. Dublin, Belfast, London. There's still tickets available for the third show in London. Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin. I think they're both sold out. Isn't it Amazing. weird to find out we have people in Berlin? I didn't even know that like they would understand your jokes. I guess people. I mean, we're gonna find. Well, we don't know that yet. <laughs> no, it's impressive. No, I'm saying like that's amazing. It's crazy. You have a big enough fan base in in Berlin to sell out there. I never would have thought it. Never. Very German sense of humor. That I am the German <laughs> Jew of comedy. Um, Oslo. I'm coming to Oslo, and then we got Chicago, Philadelphia, Boston, New York, D.C. Kansas City, Missouri, Nashville, Tennessee, Lexington, Kentucky. I think I said Louisville, Kentucky. I didn't mean that. Please stop messaging me. 
<laughs> Where's False the Louisville advertising. Yeah, so No, it's Lexington, not Louisville. You it's just a named sick your, joke. Right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to fuck with you. Charlotte, North Carolina uh, in the fall. We're already going towards the fall. Uh, Portland, Oregon is, is going to be on there. It's not there yet. No message. It's, gonna, it's coming. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. Should we get into our our episode? Yeah, let's get into it about a half hour in. Let's do uh, it. <laughs> you know how we get into these things quick. Um, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. All Let's right. do it. I'll read the first one. Hi, J&J. This goes without saying, but huge fan. You guys make conversations about icky dating topics a lot less icky. Well, that's nice to hear. That's the point of this show. Yeah, that's us at our best. Yes. A couple of months ago, I got out of a year and a half long relationship. I thought everything was going well the whole time, but near the end, I found out that he had cheated on me with multiple different people. I broke up with him and I do not regret it one bit, so there's no doubt in my mind that I don't want to be with him. Although I know I don't want to be with him, I hope he that he learns from this experience and is able to be ha- happy and healthy in his next relationship. That is a lie. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's like, no one what? feels that way about someone that cheated on them with multiple different people. I just right. want him to be happy. Bullshit. Well, it's a lot of... I. We'll get back to this because I think that uh, that line is crazy. It's important. Yeah. yeah. I just got back into the dating world and I've gone on about five dates with a guy I really, really like and things are going well. He has given me no signs to not trust him. But my issue is I can't get over that feeling that I'm going to be blindsided again. My question is, is there a way to calm that fear? Is that just a normal reaction after being blindsided with cheating in a past relationship? 
I want to just enjoy the feeling of falling in love with this guy, but I can't seem to put away that fear of being blindsided away. My biggest fear is that I will jump to conclusions and that he is doing something behind my back when in reality, but I'm just grasping at straws and I lose him. I would have any, I would love any recommendations that you have and really appreciate any feedback that you have. It's an interesting email. Um, it sucks to be cheated on. Yeah. And sometimes you, it's unavoidable. Like, to be cheated on? Yeah. Like sometimes yeah, there's only, I mean, in the way, in, by that, I think you mean like, there's something you could have done differently to make someone have not cheated on you. Right. Right. Uh, people can lie and, you know, who gets fucked when someone lies? The honest person. Right. You know, like, uh, and you don't like go in assuming someone's going to lie. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, sometimes you get hit by the bus, sometimes you don't. You know, and, you know, and I, I think, what do you think about this? I mean, I think it's, it's almost like, I hope the I, I did, again, I think that was weird that she's like, I hope he learns from the experience and is able to be happy and healthy in his next relationship. It's almost like, have you processed this? Like, have you actually gotten out your anger about, um, this happening? Cause it's not a kind of thing that you would probably be just like, and I hope they're really happy. You zoned in on the part that like she probably thought was nothing. Right. But it's like, that's the most worrisome part. She's putting so much energy into making sure everyone thinks she's okay. Yeah. And not just like owning, like, yeah, I'm dealing with it. Yeah. yeah, You got to deal with it. Like the idea that you are putting like, listen, um, you know, as we, if you go listen to our, you up with benefits recently, like, you know, Jordana and I talked about going to therapy. Yes. And the process of like, when do you decide to do it? Not, I, I, I know you probably didn't come to this podcast for us to go, you should maybe see a professional, but like, yeah, something happened. Yeah. Something happened. You got to go through it. You got to figure out you gotta how feel you, it. you got to feel it. And, you know, we aren't people to tell people go to, you know, you know, like we're not professionals. Right. But when someone says, I hope. He is okay and living happily and healthily. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> you got you you're avoiding something here. You're you're signaling. You want us all to know, look at how okay I am with being cheated on. Look at how strong I am. And look at I'm even so good a person I that I will well. wish my cheater well. And it's like, fuck him. You don't need to give him any energy anymore. Yeah. He can I go think, fuck himself. I think both extremes are show a sign of like not having worked through it. Right. The extreme of like, this guy is the devil. I hope mm -hmm. he dies. I hate him so much. Like he's the worst person ever. He's, uh, you know what I mean? Like just like evil. Right. That's bad. Yeah. And also like, you know, I just wish him well. Like he did this thing and it's totally fine. It's like, did you even care? Like, you obviously haven't fully worked through that either because you would right. hold some anger and resentment. Right. Um, and the other part of this is, you know, you probably were, you know, when, when you work through, you probably look back and go, well, I wasn't that blindsided. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the word, the, the word blindsided women love this fucking word. Sometimes you are blindsided. I, sometimes you're ghosted. Sometimes you, you have trauma. Sometimes you're using a word to get, you know, because it's just easier to use the word and not really go, well, there well, were certain, I'm just saying, mm -hmm. I, the idea like. Blindsided is a spectrum. I think like, right. and here's the thing, the internet or people don't like to deal with the spectrum because it doesn't sound as good. It, does, it feels better to label things. It's less retweetable yes. to go, 
Yeah, I kind of didn't see it coming. There was this one time now that I look back. Yeah, right. you're right. Like, I think that I think if you're going to say you're blindsided, you should be you should say what level on the spectrum it was. Because mm. like 10 on the blindsided scale is probably like the person proposed to you and was bringing in your or like, you know what I mean? Was telling was was gave you absolutely no indication that anything was wrong or off in the relationship. Everything seems extremely like it's going in the in the direction that you are, and they're saying things to the effect of your future. Right, right. You know, t- ten would be we. Uh, they proposed, and then you go. Let me go get my makeup on. Let's get a drink, and then they're downstairs fucking your best friend. Right, that's blindsided. Right, right. Like, but I'm saying, like, when we yes. look at this, like, and one is like. You've been in therapy for a long time with them. They like have been, you've cl- they clearly had issues. You've discussed breaking up quite <laughs> right. frequently, but never fully done it. Right. Um, so that's a one, right? Most you, things are somewhere in between that. Right. Like I, you know, I've been on, I've been with someone six months and they, and they suddenly said they're not ready for a relationship that can feel blindsided, but it's also in the grand scheme of things, you're going to be a okay kid. You know, like, yeah. you know, like the the word doesn't really match the, yeah, six months that happens. Right. I think the idea behind what the blindsided thing is like, and we've talked about this before, where it can feel like men sometimes are thinking about breaking up with you for a while and don't really give you any chance to right. change or discuss the issue. They've just sort of decided in their head that you're not for them. And then it, they just kind of wait for the for the time to break up with you with I often I think that oftentimes with women mm-hmm. when they're breaking up with people it's like they're saying their issue over and over and over again right. they're trying to make it work um and then the guy just won't do it and then they get fed up and break up with them guys break up before the next step it happens all the time I'm guilty of that you make the decision without them you go oh, I'm not there so why would I work on something again and again when as you said they'll the same thing We'll right. come up, we'll come up, come, we'll come up. We tried. So it's not a blind side at that point. They're just exhausted from it. They're like, good, let me get it. How did I deal with it for that long? You know, they'll say that right. after the fact. I noticed this, there was an oversharing episode where I actually wanted to talk to you about it because it was so interesting to me that you and Dr. Naomi were taught, it was this woman who was like, we fight a lot. We're in couples counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, this email oh, was- he yelled, he, the, the couple's- the, the therapist tried to dump him. The therapist tried to dump him, and then yeah. he was enraged that the therapist dumped him and that his girlfriend didn't take his side. Yeah. I couldn't believe that neither of you ever were like, this is over. You're in couples therapy. You fight a lot. Like, get rid of him. It's not working. Like, I, the idea of going, and I listen, I, I sound think, bad. I mean, she is a therapist. I don't think that's what most... Like ending. Why isn't that an option? You know, like I, I don't think there's enough information for that email in particular right. to be like if they're fighting. I mean, also they're fighting about the dish rack or something. Well, they're fighting about the therapist that's supposed to be helping them in their relation. This is, I, I guess, the, the reason I bring this up right. is like this idea that like you know the, the when the breakups come, like it is so funny that like some people don't even see breakup as an option, so that's why blindsided gets used. Right. So if you're sitting there going, I mean, when people are married, I think that's probably a right. Well, this wasn't even a marriage. Like, I I will say this. Like, I know this is my opinion. I, whatever it sounds, it sounds. And if you're out there and you're in couples therapy with your boyfriend or girlfriend, good for you. I'm happy for you trying. I would never fucking do that. You'd there, never go to couples therapy. Not with with my girlfriend. Okay. No. 
Fuck it. I'm out. Fuck it. We've we've messed we messed up the room. It's messy. I'm gonna leave the room. We're buying the house. I I right? I'm I'm sure people don't. Well I'm saying the reason I don't agree with that, because sometimes the relationship is really great, but you're stuck in one area that you both can't seem to get past. Maybe there's one aspect of your relationship where you kind of have this this fundamental difference Mm -hmm. that's you can't really seem to work through together. You keep kind of coming back to the same roadblock. Okay. But other asp everything else is going well. That makes it more edible for me. Mm-hmm. As far as a situation where it could be presented, right? I'm just, I guess the the point of me saying this is is like, this is why a lot of these guys are going, I'm out before there's a work on it, right? Moment, you know, like like it just was so the way you just explained it, I could understand how that would happen. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 also I'm I'm already backing off of my point. Okay. But I would also say, sometimes I hear this, that email I heard, and I was like, the house is on fire. It's time to go, baby girl. Like, it's, it's a, and, and it's like, we fight all the time. Like, she, like, we fight. And I would be like. But clearly they both, I mean, they're both agreeing to go to, it's kind of like, by nature of the fact that you're both down to go to couples therapy means it means something to you. Like two people, like, it's almost like two people have to care enough to agree to that, Mm -hmm. to want to salvage it. Um, so almost like the, the act, the idea that you would even go means to me there's hope. Right. I, I guess if, if the guy is getting in such arguments with the therapist, like there's another therapist that should be there for him as well. Everyone should, it should be like court at that point. It's court. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> you get your own representative. Right. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. I just like. Maybe that, I mean, we're talking about just the phrase blindsided and yeah, I mean, I guess we, we digress from the email, right? A little bit, but I, right. I, but it is important to this that I hear that blindsided word, and I think it is not when she talks about it in a story about what happened. Uh, I was blindsided, I don't want to be blindsided again. It's like you're okay now, you will be okay again, right? Your versions of blindsided probably are on that spectrum that you talked about, yeah, that ranges and listen. You could have, you know, a family member could die tomorrow. And anything could happen at any moment. You're never safe. Just remember that. Um, No, but I mean, that's sort of part of the the way I agree. I agree with you in that sense of like part of anything. Terrible things can happen at any time in any aspect of your life by anyone. The only thing that gets us through just the idea that anything could happen is the, is knowing that you'll be okay no matter what. Like right. you said, she got through this the last time she was able to, to meet someone again. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing you can, if this is going to happen, there's nothing that she can do to really change um, whether or not he cheats on her. You can never fully, as much as you think you can, we have so much less control than we actually think we do. Mm-hmm. And so in the worst case scenario where that actually happens, just knowing that she'll be okay should, if she truly feels like she knows that, she should be okay. Do you think it's a good idea for her to go to this guy five dates in and be like, hey, I just want to let you know something I'm dealing with? I think that, that there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I think, just I again, as long as it's done in a in a mature, normal way, where she's not like saying like, accusing him of doing anything, which doesn't, again, doesn't sound like he's done. She can mm. just say, just so you know, like I wanted to give you a little bit about my relationship history. My past boyfriend um, had actually cheated on me. And so I and have I this. I wish him the best. <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah, I kind of have this potentially, I don't know if you would say it's irrational, but this fear of whoever I'm with um, 
kind of deceiving me or mm-hmm. cheating on me. And I think anyone who heard that would be like, yeah, that makes total sense. Right. Right. And then it kind of sets up for like, you know, like things come up and you're going to feel how you feel. Yeah. You can't really avoid that, you know, and that person that you're with can't make it so you don't feel that way. Right. So you, I think it also like starts a conversation of like, it really bothered me when you did this. And it like, it can tell someone where that's coming from. You know, like if I was dating someone who was like, I just got out of a relationship where I got cheated on, I would be like, well, I'm sorry that happened. Okay. And then they were like, you know, months later, they're like, what was that on your phone? I would understand and, right. where that impetus to feel that way comes from. And I would go, it's this dummy, this thi- right. you know? It's like, this, yeah. And, and I think it, you were, even if, if you preempted it with, you know, because again, because I, I know I've told, told you about my past when I, when I feel like you're being a little cagey with your phone, it gives me a lot of anxiety because I kind of have this leftover stress from this last relationship. Right. And then you're like, it's Lisa from seamless, right. you know, giving me a discount. Yeah. You know, it, it, then you go, it doesn't become this, you don't trust me thing. It becomes like, okay, I know you've dealt with this. Like I, yeah, I and I, a really I, good partner will maybe even go out of their way to like preempt that feeling. Right. Hey, just so you know, right? I'm going want, out tonight. I'll call. Yeah, I'll call you. Or if I if I don't call you, it's because I'm. You know, we're going to be out. I'm not going to be out looking at my phone. In, I don't want you to get anxious. Right. In the same way, a partner would lock up the snacks <laughs> <laughs> to make it so you don't get the best of yourself. Yeah, I agree. I think she, right. I think she should tell him. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's a nice. It, past relationships. Or good conversation, yeah. in my opinion, good conversation. And I think it's, I I still think it'd be probably beneficial to work through it in therapy too. I had a friend who had this exact same situation. Her mm. first, first boyfriend had cheated on her and it was, we were like in high school. It was like a very traumatic experience for her. And then she had this extreme fear that her college boyfriend was going to cheat on her. And I remember her telling me she went to her therapist and her therapist almost had her do like a visualization of walking in on her current boyfriend cheating on her. It's almost like an right. aversion therapy, right? Right. So it's like you see the scariest thing that could happen to you. And then it's kind of like, well, what happens next? Mm. What do you do? What do you do? Like, right. And then you walk through that far enough and you realize like, you're fine. Generally, the answer isn't I crumble and right. melt into a puddle and die right there. That's generally not the answer. Exactly. Maybe right. you do that day one, but then day two, then what? Right. Then you get up. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think that's a good thing for this person to do. Yeah, just visualize him cheating on you. Right. You walk in, <laughs> sucking on those nipples. <laughs> in case she needed help getting there. Right. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. 
I love Lee denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Well, welcome back to the UAP podcast. We are very, very excited um, to have a very special guest. Um, Fan of the show first. Yeah, I'm a premium subscriber. A premium subscriber. It's me. Hi. (laughs) Rebel Wilson, thank you for coming on. Just a random fan. (laughs) Yeah, just we decided to have a random fan. What? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. So I was just here in New York and I just thought, oh yeah, I'll pop in. Oh my God. We were so my favorite podcasters. We were so excited to like be with you guys in real life. It's um, weird, it's weird for, for you us. to say it's weird to be with us. Because I've been li- honestly listening to you guys for years and it's like. How did you find it? Okay, I think when I was I was last on the show, but yeah. never in person. This is the first time in person. Right. Um, when I was promoting a movie I had senior year on Netflix and I think I told you guys like I was a bit of a late bloomer and in love and mm-hmm. and so I guess like when I'm in America I was like I'm needing to date and whatever and I just needed tips and like I found it really interesting hearing other people's stories and you learn stuff, like you legit learn stuff that really, really helped me. Um, so I don't know, I don't know, just through like listening to podcasts about dating and then, but then this one was like the one that I stuck with because like, you guys are hilarious. Most flattering thing I think I ever. ever no, well, uh, <laughs> I'm completely flattered, but also yeah. it worked. Mary, yeah. yes, yeah, no, I was gonna Kid. say Jordana we, and I were just comparing. We're comparing we have the same style oh, yeah. of ring, but but yeah. um, I like classic. I like this. rebel setting more than mine. Classic. So I'm gonna have to take a picture and send it to jeweler. Um, but I, it's crazy because you were on the show maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and so much has changed for you since then. You said you were just you were just seeing someone then, and now, yep, and then now, like bang, engaged and um, engaged and in Disneyland. By in the Dis- way, yeah. so the Disneyland. <laughs> Man thing snuck up on me. I gotta yeah. say, are you a Disney adult? Uh, that's become a thing now. Right. And, okay, I did actually go on this retreat uh, with a lot of Disney adults, and I had to leave early because it was just too weird. It was too Disney. Yeah, it was too So much. hold on, let's back Wait, up. Offense. Yeah, I need no a, offense to the other. Um, how, what was the retreat? What got was, you there? Uh, I'm part of this secret club, Jericho Club 33, uh, which is... Um, you know, a kind of elite Disney club and okay. we do cool Disney shit. And while we're in Palm Springs, it's because it was a ranch that was Walt Disney's favorite. Uh, he'd get a Hold lot of on. inspiration there. Hold is on. this a red is a real thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. it's a Disney it's, club. If you go to Disneyland, it's kind of... Um, it's an upsell, is uh, it? Yeah, a- it's kind of around the corner from the Pirates of the Caribbean and you just, you know, yeah, there's a secret door and you have to have a secret card to get in and it's uh, it's all is- very secretive. I cannot disclose who else is in it. I love it. Is this uh, like a celebrity is- thing or can anyone join? 
There are some celebrities, but I don't know. It's just like an interesting mix of Disney adults. Golden <laughs> Mickey from Mouse around ears. The world. <laughs> Disney adults. We have cool shit. Yeah, we have like these special cool, edition. Yeah, like brands make special things that are Disneyfied just for us. Like, okay. Yeah. What cool. was the Disney thing that got you into Disney? Like what? What's like? What's your go-to Disney thing? Uh, probably. I mean, my grandma took me when I was eleven, mm-hmm. and it was just such an amazing trip to bond bond with grandma and my sister liberty and it was just like and so i guess you have a childhood memory that's right. just like awesome where i was like blowing my mind like they had that um haunted mansion and then i thought it was real because i was only 11 yeah. but i thought that was real i thought oh my god there's ghosts in here <laughs> and i was freaked out uh, and so you just have such an amazing magical time and then i guess i don't know now i go back a couple few- times a year to like relive it <laughs> Does your fiance love? Um, yes, she loves Disney. 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 Also, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. connected over that. Yeah, we did. She one of our first dates was at Disneyland, but I took a VIP. Like I pulled out you, all the stuff. Okay. Right. So, so when I go, I don't have to wait in any lines or anything. Which right. is well, right you're really Rebel good. Wilson. Like, well, I mean, that <laughs> could, that could right. quick, no, but that could quickly change a romantic idea to you know. You ever have an, a romantic idea? I feel like the the. You know the norm. The normie equivalent is maybe like a picnic in Central Park, and then mm. you're like sweating, dragging this <laughs> right. all this. I like, actually food have and wine and did shit. do that yeah. with Ramona as well. <laughs> it was terrible, and there were all these bugs. Yeah, that, yeah. It's like that in theory, month. Yeah, and I, and then Ramona and I sat there for like twenty minutes. We're like, maybe we should just go, and we lugged like food from Shipriani's all the way over. You know, well, <laughs> it's a better a, idea in theory. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's no bathroom. I thought it was yeah. going to be romantic. It's and almost then it was a shit. good idea that it like didn't go well. That you both agree. Yeah, we both were like sitting there on the I got out the picnic blanket and everything and then it was like the bugs I don't know some t- yeah. some months in central park what was the weird bugs. disney stuff they were doing that made you go I got this is enough for me <laughs> were they know. like hugging goofy like oh, <laughs> finally and you're just saying like, oh, like I'm going to back out I don't want to say but Ramona and I just packed up the car and we said we're going <laughs> we've had enough uh, yeah yeah we've had enough and we said oh we've got to get back to the baby and then <laughs> Yeah. That's a good excuse but, for anything. Yeah. yeah. Has, um, has having a baby transformed your life in that you can now get out of anything? Is that the yeah, best part? Yeah, you can be like, do you want to go come to this gala event? Oh, I've got the baby. I can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's the only reason to have a baby. Yeah. Like it's, it is a very good excuse because the baby does need a lot of your time. But it is life changing in, in so many ways. It's awesome. But it's like, I'm like, oh, um, yeah, some days I'm not. I, I don't know, you like mum brain or something and you're just like, oh, um, and I can't, I don't know. Uh, but I'm sorting it out. Like it's so new, the baby's only four months old and she's it's amazing, am- but it's, yeah. So since I spoke to you, engaged, baby. Life uh, comes at you fast. It's, it's like weird. The, it's the power of this podcast. Honestly, <laughs> right, this, like, is it. this is it. Before I met Ramona, I was just that person that was like, oh, am I ever going to meet somebody is it ever, is love really ever going to happen for me? I almost was like going to like give up on it completely after like dating like quite a lot in America for like five years. And then. It, was it there happened. a moment with Ramona that you remember? You're like, this is it. I can feel it. I got the feeling. I didn't think I could get it. I it got was, it. It was actually, I, I proposed on Valentine's Day and the Valentine's Day before that, we'd only been in a relationship for a couple of months. And and I had told her I'd never been with anybody on Valentine's Day. I'd never been in a relationship that went over Valentine's Day weekend, mm-hmm. so I was always just single. And then I told her this, and she's like, well, I'm going to make Valentine's Day the most special thing for you ever. Aww. So I, like, I, I had to, like, lock myself in one room of my house 
and I didn't know what she was doing, but she'd brought a whole carload of props and things and like totally decorated the whole house, made this whole menu of activities that were all like the most cliche Valentine's Day things to do. Um, and and it was like so romantic and like like every cliche thing, like bubble bath with roses or, you know, chocolate-covered strawberries, like all the things, and she had it Donald all planned Duck out. Donald naked on the bed. <laughs> there was no Disney <laughs> stuff oh, okay. involved. And then... <laughs> Um, that was the engagement. Oh, yeah. Um, and then it, I was just like, oh my God, like no, no dude had ever done that for me before. Like, uh, and I was like, wow, like she's incredible. She's so romantic and so thoughtful. And she just did all this. It took her hours. This sounds like a movie amazing. you could be yeah. in. This yeah. looks, well, it sounds like, like a the Valentine's movie. Day li- yeah. list, you right. know, like, yeah. yeah, it sounds like, like, oh, I'm going to take you. And, like, I've never a done anything suit. with yeah. a partner on Valentine's Day. And I, you know, and I was like, oh, God, Valentine's Day is normally so sad. And so she made it like the most special day. And I was like, oh, my God, she's she's a keeper. And that was the day I told her I loved her as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's, I know incredible. it's cliche Valentine's Day, but I don't know. It, no, made, I don't it think meant so. something after never. I feel like it's a day of romance. <laughs> I mean, we talk, and you know, what I find interesting, and I'd love to get your take on this, because we were just okay. talking literally at the beginning um, of this episode. You were saying how if to be in a relationship, um, you know, in your in your late thirties might take you out of your your routine. Well, I, of yeah, no as, snacks. as posi- right, <laughs> yeah. as positive as you two are yeah. on this day, I was like, yeah. I'm feeling down. Like I was like, you know, mm. you do have a you 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 get single later in life, you go. I I am this person. I don't feel like changing what I do on a daily basis. I, was, I, I don't yeah. know who I need to find a perfect, you know, in your 20s, maybe you find a puzzle piece. You know, it's two pieces of Play-Doh that squish together. You feel more like a hardened puzzle piece at a certain age. I, I definitely, I was like a hardened puzzle piece. I think mm-hmm. I was used to my life. If I was dating someone, I was used to seeing them probably twice a week. Mm-hmm. That was like my thing. Okay, if I'm dating you, then we have like two dates a week and that's like a thing and I and I don't really want you to move in and I'll just date you, you know, and like unless it got very serious, but it never kind of got to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, right. uh, and so I hadn't hadn't really lived with anybody um, as a partner. And so I was like, oh my God, like, what if I meet someone? Would I, am I too stuck in my own ways? Am I going to be weird? I don't know. Like, I was, so, well, how, how was that transition? Was it, do you feel like it kind of happened or did you, or was there like a weird? It happened very naturally and like, I didn't even have to think about it. So I guess if it's the right person, right. It, it's not, it's not weird. And it right, does. I think that's encouraging. That- it's encouraging, yeah. but it's also the answer here. You go, all right. You find someone who's a good match who already, you know, has right. their, like, uh, whose interests already kind of mesh in with yours. But I'm sure there were, like, a thing or two where you're like, well, I do it that way. Or- yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple <laughs> things. But, like, like I used to watch certain TV shows, and now we got to, like, negotiate what right. TV shows we watch and or find new shows to watch Well, together. it kind of goes back to the picnic and going, I'm trying this isn't something I would normally do. I like you. I want to impress you. Cipriani on the on the on yeah. the on the lawn. And then you both look at each other like this fucking sucks. And you go, thank God. Yeah. But the effort was there, and now you realize you're more alike than you were before. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and did uh did Ramona get past the FBI clearance check you told us about last um, time? I- <laughs> did you do a background check on it? I her? actually never background check. Oh, you didn't? Her. Okay. No. Um, so. Was that reserved for for men? <laughs> so like, do, that's probably more necessary for men. Well, right. I don't know because it maybe I don't know. You think maybe 
dudes might be hiding something a bit more scarier. Well, they more more likely to kill you. Yeah, yeah. I just think of you know probably you know sometimes. I did go out with one guy who I nicknamed the criminal when I tell my (laughs) girlfriend stories about it. You know, and I I think he was like a legit criminal. Really? Yeah. And once I started finding out a few things, like obviously, then I just dumped him. Time to go. Yeah, but in a really like easy way, so like he wouldn't come after me or anything. So yeah. like, that's the way I, to do like it. Like it was yeah. like slightly scary, but um. Hey, sorry, Mr. Yeah. Text. I was at Disney World the whole yeah, day. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and I think I have to dump you now. Oh, but, you know, it's not you. And, <laughs> oh, I hope you're great, but you might be criminal. But like, hi. Um, yeah. Okay. No, it's a longer story than that. But We've, basically, the Pitch Perfect girls saved me from that one. They they saw a few things on the internet that was like, oh, oh really? This guy rebel like you didn't Google him? The guy. They're like. No, I didn't. Well, not to like a deep extent. And then okay. they found out some shit. And then is that why yeah. you went to the FBI? That one wasn't. I didn't even need the FBI. Right. Yeah. Well, she just quite needed clear. Yeah. She had like the new from Catfish FBI esque right. tools of Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a phone. But there was a was weird good. thing, Jared, where I was in New York, and he was supposed to fly out to meet me for like a fun weekend. And then, and then I kept saying, "Well, where? What's your flight number so I can send a mm-hmm. driver to come pick you up at the airport?" And he's like, oh, I don't have it, don't, you know. And then I'm like, it doesn't have a number. It's like the day before I go, but I need your flight number so I can know what time you're coming and get, you know, pick you up. And then he goes, oh, I'm under investigation and I'm not allowed to fly across state lines. Or Come something. on. And I was like, how'd oh, you well, find What? <laughs> Where did you meet him? That was oh, on a movie set. Okay. Yeah. It snuck so, on? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> So, yeah, it, you know, it was only just a little casual thing. Right. So I didn't get too deep into that situation, and which was for the best. That's yeah. probably a good idea. So also, I mean, I want to I talk about your new dating app, which you, oh, which yeah. you just launched. This yeah, is a thanks. dating show. Um, so give us a little bit of, like, background, background about, like, how you came up with the idea and, like, what it's all about. So it was kind of, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, like, I love talking about dating and dating apps and everything and I do it with all my friends and um and I was on one dating app I wish I kind of had gone on more but I guess being in the public eye you can't you can't just really go on hinge or bumble or so you were on Raya? I was on Raya okay. yeah <laughs> and so and then I'd done this experiment called year of love where I just went out with anybody who asked me out and I went out with about 50 different people um, and mainly a lot of them on Raya and so but through that experience and then the twist of that um, was that um, I had met a woman and had like feelings for her, which was totally like came as kind of like, I don't know, a blindside or like it wasn't what I was expecting to well, happen I, in I, that year. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I just, but that, that was kind of a big part of the year too. Yeah. Is that, you know, you you got engaged and engaged to a woman. Yes, I know. And so it was a plot, it was a plot twist, which kind of surprised me I never thought I was a hundred percent straight but I was only ever dating men before that how does it start yeah. you know how do you get because there, there's a hump to get over you know I'm sure I, I don't know these are story like you gotta a part of that is telling family and friends yeah and yeah. part of you know how does that start and does she pursue you do you meet through friends how does that so go it was just like oh I met as friends but then realized oh hang on I think I have feelings for this person and then having this awful thing of having to say it because nobody, I guess, um, you know, in my friendship circle, whatever, thought I would have been attracted to a woman. And then you have to like say it. And then come it was out. like, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like, 
it was it was hard. I guess I I come from a very conservative background, and so it was. Um, I guess the twenty year olds these days have no issue t- talking about sexuality, or you know, they're all they're all over the spectrum, and it's all cool. And um, but where I grew up in Australia and stuff was very conservative, and so I had to like you know tell people and then tell the person that I was attracted to them, and I was like, oh my god, you know what? Uh, I don't know what I said, and I think I said the word something like. I don't want to offend you. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, are you interested in women? And like something like that. And I, I don't know why I even said it like that. I was just, I'd never had a conversation like that because I was normally just dating dudes and it would normally was just, you never had to talk about right. um, sexuality or stuff. Um, it was so just, hold on. So you, so there was a point where you weren't sure if they were interested in women yeah, as because well. I think the thing with women is, you can't. It's, you can't quite obviously tell. Some people you could, you mm. know, right. um, uh, by how they physically look. But a lot of women you can't tell. And there's so many. Like I think the statistics on women that aren't aren't 100 percent straight is you know it's something like 80 mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Some people say like I mean that, that women that could go both ways or you know. on the spectrum of yeah. sexuality. Yeah. yeah. When you knew each other as friends, did guys come up with her? Did what did, yeah. did she ever yeah. say to you? So like, you don't I'm, know. You don't right. know. But then it was like, I was like, as we were hanging out, I was like, oh, there's some feelings, definitely. And I was like, oh my god. Uh, and then I'm like, well, I've got to say something. And then that was so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> how do you? Where were you? <laughs> I was just on my couch here in New York. So you two were and watching like, a movie? Yeah, and just and then I was like, like, oh, but oh, it was just embarrassing. But not like sitting together because we were just hanging out as friends. Right. I was on one side, she's on the other side. Watching then, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. No. <laughs> as you do every day. No, I don't know. <laughs> With all your days. Probably right. just watching trashy reality yeah. okay. shows yeah. that I love. And then, yeah, and then you'd say, uh, and then, but then she was like, oh, I have feelings for you as well. Um, and, you know, and it didn't, it didn't end up going anywhere really. Um, but that whole experience of opening my heart up uh, to for a same sex relationship was like really um i don't know then then i met ramona was the next woman i met that i felt that way and um but oh, it's a different, oh, person. So yeah, this is a different, different person. person okay yeah. I see. Oh, yeah okay um but if i'd never had that little dalliance i don't i don't think i ever would have been open to meeting ramona and so you had to have yeah. you had to come out you had to have a dalliance yeah you have to have a you have to break up with a woman. Yeah. You know, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been through that. That's not easy. What was that like? Uh, well, the person said uh, uh, they weren't interested in dating me. So I, I for the first time, kind of got dumped. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I'd never. Uh, and so it was like, oh, um, because their career was very important. And so I'm being very careful because they're in the public eye. So I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so I was like, oh, but I'd had all these feelings that I never had feelings for a woman right. like that before. So it was all new and exciting and, yeah, and, but then, yeah. But I, I learned that, oh, maybe my heart could be open romantically to a woman and then, yeah, um, and then we met Ramona soon after. And someone set you guys up, right? Yeah, we had a best okay. friend, Hugh, who, who was like, uh, I was like complaining to him about dudes and how they weren't romantic enough and all this stuff. And then, uh, you know, and on the dating app and like being like, oh my God, there's like all these surfer models or whatever, which you think would be good, but it wasn't. 
wasn't that good. Um, all and, us surfer models yeah, out there. It's just like <laughs> me and all of my surfer bros out like, there on the apps. Like I the get chat, it. The We're banter, too, just, right. you know, uh, they're obviously very hot, but you're like, oh my god. Um, uh, once you have one date, you couldn't really like progress. Um, and then yeah, and then my friend Hugh was like. Oh, I just um, I'm going to connect you with my friend Ramona, thinking maybe it just might have been a friendship thing, but right. knowing that she'd had relationships with women, and then but then it like progressed. It wow. Yeah, Hugh Grant yeah. is so talented, both matchmaker <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> no. exactly. So anyway, so um, fluid came out of this idea of like because I don't, I still don't know like currently how I would classify my sexuality like obviously I'm in a great same-sex relationship and it's awesome Mm. um and I'm so happy to be like a fiance and everything um but uh on the dating app like on Raya you had to tick like if you're a woman and and if you're interested in men or interested in women as well you have to like literally tick a box Mm -hmm. and that felt like when I was on Raya like it felt like a massive thing and I just ticked interested in men because that was like primarily what I was interested in at, at the time and like um, and so I was like, well, what if there's a dating app where you don't have to describe your sexuality and you don't have to tick a box and say you're this or that, you can just be anything on the whole spectrum. Um, and so it's kind of a very modern, I think like a kind of nuanced approach to, to yeah. love and dating where, and I know all the Gen Z people are really into it, mm. but, um, but the dating, all the dating apps, like my friend was just saying she was on a dating app called her and they had. 30 different sexuality classifications and I'm like oh my god like at what point is it getting too much and you should just say it doesn't matter what you are right. it only matters who you're attracted to just give me a human anyone yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right yeah so like for fluid like going with like the fluid metaphor it's like you see the whole pool of people out there to date mm-hmm. and then the algorithm will eventually work out preferences and show you more of the people that you they it well, thinks you, you'd be attracted to but I love that idea. at the beginning yeah. you just see the whole pool of people in your area. That's kind of amazing because it really then doesn't limit you in any way. It really just, it's like a, it's the most, seems like the most modern way of doing things where it's just about, it's making making an algorithm based on you specifically, not based on whatever box. also which has the ability to change. So if your preferences start changing, it can, it will slowly learn that to and then change. It's like well, Spotify. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify for humans. I, yeah. the... The interesting part about this, we've talked about this in this podcast before, the idea of weak connections. like right. and, weak ties. And weak ties, yes. that's what it is. So it's like the, the person that's going to introduce you to someone is going to be maybe a friend of a friend or maybe yeah. the person that gets you the job is someone that you kind of don't expect. It's not your best friend. It's not your family usually. It kind of yeah, goes a little bit. Yeah, I don't think family is great. It's, it's tough. And they yeah, and yeah. you kind of judge Nothing them worse. for judging. Yeah. Then you it's judge- set up from your grandma. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's it's cool to hear that this is like, the ultimate weak tie because you're like, I had this dalliance with someone else. I'm open to that world. Mm. Your friend goes, you know, Q Are comes along, goes, I got this person that's yeah, open to that, right. you know, in that world as well. I don't know. Maybe you'll yeah. be friends. And, and it came from talking about, you know, my love life and, you know, and often being like, oh God, <laughs> like what's wrong with me? And all those, all those thoughts that go through your mind. And then, yeah. And then I got set up and it was, it was great. But I think with the, with the app, it's just like, I wanted to develop something that, uh, I mean, I know if I was like that, there's lots of other people out there that, I mean, of right. course there's some right. people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm 100% straight. 
I'm not fluent in any way. I like that that impression just becomes the douchiest dude ever. That's me. 100% straight, bro. I tell you what, for those guys, you should get on the app because we're we're currently at like 80% women. On, on the app because um, right. it's available now for Can download. anyone join no matter yeah. what they're if they're let's say they think they're 100% straight yeah. can so they you, still join yeah because yeah. it's any it's actually the most inclusive app because you mm. can be anywhere Anything. on the spectrum um, and um, most dating apps actually skew way more male so they have all these dudes really? on there Going like, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like nightclubs. There's always, like, you know, right. ladies, yeah. Night. Yeah. Right. dudes or trying to get <laughs> women in there. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. But we have all, all the cool. Awesome ladies. So there are fish where. in the sea. Yeah. I, I should know. download yeah. fluid. I fluid. should get on there. Yeah. Yeah. And we're about to, so we're testing it right now with the friends and family um, to make sure, you know, there's no bugs or anything. Mm. Um, and then we're going to open matching soon in like a couple of weeks. That's so, because when you started the new dating app, the thing is, I, I guess, which I didn't realize, but you got to get all the thousands of people per city to then open up that, right. that area. It has to mm. hit yeah. like a critical mass for people, for them people to feel like there's enough people to swipe on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to open it and only have 10 people in your city. That would be dumb. And then you'd be like, oh, gee. <laughs> it's having a party and two people actually, show up. Yeah, I would actually yeah. like that because I would be like, all right, well, it's me. Uh, you got one choice. You got two choices. Right. You're the other person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you like it. But it's right. awesome. But New York is obviously a big city mm-hmm. uh, for fluid so far yeah. and LA, London, and then a lot of the Australian cities because I guess maybe because I'm Australian. They've been talking about it so much, right? Uh, but but it's cool, and uh, Philadelphia and Chicago as well. Got a lot of people signing up there. Well, we awesome. got people yeah, in those, those are, cities. Yeah, yeah. those we are want our people big to, cities too. Yeah, go yeah. sign up, go check it out. Fluid, it's on in the all the app stores. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, we're we're developing it for the Android. All the Android people go, hey. "What about my Android?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay." Uh, it's yeah. It's um, so it's coming. It's coming okay. for the Android people. But yeah, you can just go to the Apple App Store and download it now. That's we awesome. love it. This just, is great. Yeah. I just yeah. have one more question um, just because I know that you recently had a baby and you're obviously engaged. Was Were you having like the, the baby before or was this like a joint decision or? I was actually because of the, my fertility stuff was planning that like for years in okay. advance. Um, and when I first started dating Ramona, I had to tell her, oh, by the way, I might be having a baby via surrogate. Um, because I wanted to wait until I knew the pregnancy was definite because right. there's always a, a chance um, with the embryos and with the surrogates that there's a percentage that it might Doesn't not work, work out. out. Yeah. But once I knew the surrogate was definitely pregnant. So it was very early in my relationship with Ramona to tell her. And I was like, if you if that's not something you're into, that's totally fine. I'm like, I'm giving you an out if this is not yeah. what you want. But she was like, oh, no, I love you and I'm going to love your baby. I'm new and it di- turned out that way. That's amazing. That's yeah. great. It's, yeah. a, it's quite a, it's quite a, like an entrance. I'm new to dating yeah. women and, yeah. also, and also you're going to be yeah. a mom. Yeah. Also <laughs> having a baby. Right. <laughs> it was, it's been a busy year. Like it's yeah. no joke. Yeah. And literally I like, cause Jared, I hear you talking about your story and everything on, on each week. And, and then, and sometimes you're like, Oh, I don't know. You know, I'm frustrated. I'm like, right. got complaints about things. And then all of a sudden you just can meet somebody and it's all of a sudden things right. very quickly change and you get shacked up and you truly are like the yeah. like the fairy tale experience or like the you know i mean like the, everyone i think who's single for a while probably just dreams of like this all just falling into place kind of like it seems to have for you and i'm sure there was a lot that went into all the different parts of it oh yeah mentally, there was a lot but... of dates that were and also that you're just like oh my god what am i doing <laughs> but i think the such be- a loser 
<laughs> yeah. But the best part about being single is just that the idea that you could go out one night and your whole life could, could change um, so quickly and it could just like it's all done. That's the yin and the yang of it. Yeah. It's it, just as you said, I'm such a one day I'm such yeah. a loser. And the next day, <laughs> oh, my God, I was at this bar and met this person and yeah. uh, we're having a baby, you know, yeah. like. And if I hadn't yeah. have done all those dating experiences and those you know, relationships or situationships that like didn't quite work out, then I, I wouldn't be in the right place. So right. I, yeah. I'm very grateful for to all, all those experiences that didn't quite didn't quite work out, and all those people well, who, who often hit me up. Do uh, they hit you <laughs> do up? They still? Are you like I'm engaged like, with yeah. a baby? Congratulations <laughs> you on your engagement. Uh, I'm like, no. why are they messaging me? Like, like is, yeah. haven't you read the you know the news? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> When's the last text you got from a former fling? Oh, like literally like two days ago. Come yeah. on. What did they say? Yeah, just that they wanted to meet up for coffee. Oh, the I'm coffee. I'm so confused about why would they reach out. Right. And I and I had to call my friend to say, what's the etiquette? Do you um do you respond back? Do you have any obligation to respond back? I think you could say, I mean, I think you could easily not respond, but if you wanted to respond, I think you could say, assuming you don't want to get coffee with them. I don't really feel like that would be appropriate, but hope yeah. everything's good with you. Yeah. I was in two yeah. minds about sending a message like that or just ignoring. What is it? And their yeah. message is this, hey, let's get coffee or hey, I heard about. It was like about... a two minute voice text about, oh my hey, God. you're engaged well. and you got the baby and congrats. And would you want to meet up for coffee and just hang out as friends? But you oh. know where when they say it as friends, but. Right. Yeah. The way they said it was, I don't know. It was a dude or a woman? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of like, and this is an assumption I'm making about him and Mm. that he maybe goes, well, maybe, you know, (laughs) I don't know. He's thinking like, you know, you know, a lot of men, there's men out there who like don't even trust women dating. You know, they go, well, I'm a guy, you know, they, (laughs) right. It'll be, well, it's me. There's an ego there. Yeah. For a guy like that. Uh, well, you know. they're going to learn pretty quick. Right. Or the, the, you know, yeah. right. non-answer. Did you wind up yeah. answering? No, I, I ignored. For Let's I think send a voice a, note right now. Let's make one. I'll, I'll get on it. I'll be like, listen, buddy. Yeah. This is Stay Rebels away. friends, Jordana and yeah. Jared, and we don't want you getting in touch. She's having a baby. She's got a beautiful life. Yeah. Stay the fuck away. <laughs> you could be like um, you could be like Charlotte in Sex in the City when Big, do, like, I, I ruined the date. Right. Get yeah, away from away. her. Get away from her. <laughs> She's done sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here! Shoo! Scat! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can oh, send you'll it. be listening okay. to this podcast, going, "Hang on, I did message." <laughs> He's a big fan. Hang He's on. wearing his U up hat. Yeah, that's why she never responded. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way, because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. You ready to play some games? I'm ready. Let's get into it. Faux pas or not, presented by Faux Pas Can Cocktails. Every single Faux Pas Can is based on a tried and true cocktail. Vodka soda, Marg, tequila soda, and Mule. You can't go wrong, and it goes without saying on this show, that we're into keeping it real, which is why there's only real vodka or real Blanco tequila and no artificial flavors or gluten in these drinks. Now let's keep it real with some faux pas or not. So we're going to play faux pas or not. I've been, infor- uh, I've been informed by the faux pas team that I was actually right and the three of you were actually wrong. <laughs> Come on. And faux pas is a red flag and nah is um a deal breaker i thought that was what we decided no oh right we said faux pas was like um was uh, just a faux pas yeah and nah is your out so nah is definitive yes yeah nah okay. is your okay. out yeah. yeah whereas we were saying before faux pas was like you're out and right. nah was like not a faux pas interesting this makes more uh, sense now that you yes. i don't know why we were so yeah, it, it is very confusing. I feel validated. <laughs> it um, is a bit confusing. Right? It is very confusing. Yeah. We probably need to rethink the so entire game. So faux pas is like, <laughs> I pas. see, right. <laughs> okay, so what's faux pas again? Red <laughs> flag. Red flag, and that's deal breaker. Oh, that's fine. Um, no, you play. You got okay. it. Okay, so this I'll, is not Nas, Nas, Nas deal breaker. I am out. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Faux pas yeah. is just like a, little, uh, a little faux pas. Yeah, okay. exactly. No big deal. Why did it make sense more now than it did before? Now I'm like, yeah, why would it be anything else? I, know, I guess this but is like, like <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any, both of them, they, there's an argument for both of them. I yeah. agree, but I'm now I'm like, man, I was an idiot. Okay, let's right. do it. I'm going to, I'll read the, the, the first one. Okay. Hi, J&J, love the pod. Here's a faux pas or not for you. They lick their plate clean at the end of a meal. I was recently out at dinner with my boyfriend, and as we were enjoying our dinner, I look over and see a man lift his plate up to his face and start vigorously licking it clean, moving the plate up and down across his tongue to get every last bit of sauce. I mean, there was bread at the table. What was he thinking? When we left, the waitress even made a comment about it to us. I mean... I was openly gawking at this, but his date didn't bat an eye. So faux pas or nah, they they lick their plate clean at the end of a meal. This is someone she saw doing it, not right. someone she's on the date with, I guess. Rebel was ready to like. I'm, yeah. I'm already that. holding up. Nah, yeah, that's, two sentences. I feel like you uh, would actually be into it. I like. <laughs> 
It would be like it says something about her sexual experiment. <laughs> right, well, this person, I mean. She's good at licking. Is, right? Yeah, good at licking. Yeah. Yes. She's so great. Good to know. She'll lick anything. Um, so, and there's like a, there is an element of like, like, it's a nah for like bringing her home. <laughs> you couldn't take her anywhere. No, but I mean, I, I, it's not a nah for like, the night isn't over. <laughs> The night would be over for me. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be able to get past that. Well, you can't yeah. trust that they would know how to act at mm. a dinner with people that you're looking to impress. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's uh, at Pat, what age do you think that that stops becoming okay? I mean, like six? six? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like they're an know, adult doing that. Yeah. Even on. if you're with a 10 year old. Have you ever seen anybody on a date lick a knife, though? I've seen that. Does that bother you? It was a bit weird as well. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as like slurping a plate. (laughs) Right. Where they look, make it, well, Um, if they're looking the knife while making eye contact with you, it's weird. If they did it out of like, you know, like, let me just get the extra bit. Yeah. It was just like, I've been eating my salad. Now let me clean it a bit before eating my (laughs) steak. And I was like, oh. With your mouth. Right. Yeah. I would say a more realistic version of this bowl, like a a bowl with soup that's got a little bit of soup at the end. And then they're like, Bringing the soup up to just pour it into their mouth. I feel like so I've it's seen really that. delicious soup. If it's like ramen or maybe. something, is yeah, it a, yeah. How important is the soup? I get that. Does, like if it's like the soup, yeah. But yes. I don't know. That's one of those things. I'm like, but that's you do that at home by yourself, right. not really on a date. That's what you that that's yeah. what you yeah. do when your significant other is like away for the weekend. When then you no break one's out. watching. Yeah, you right. bring out the yeah. really disgusting. I need the nanny cam. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about that. Like if we had a nanny cam or like a camera for a dog or something, all the like disgusting ways that I eat would be like seen and that I I only do when he's away. Uh, The noises that they would hear from me. Just... Yeah. <laughs> well, me now I've got nanny cams oh. all over. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> oh, no. I can't oh, have no cameras to... Yeah, all the cameras everywhere. I'm like, oh, I'm like I'm a big brother or something. It can get that way. Like yeah. you, you go to someone's house, you use their bathroom, and they just hear you like peeing, and you're going, oh. <laughs> Oh. I don't think the nanny cam's in the bathroom. Well, you can hear it. <laughs> yeah, the nanny oh, yeah, cams yeah. have sound. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do another. Okay. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay, here. I'll read it. You can take over the okay. the paddle mm, here. Sounds good. Hi, guys. Faux pas or not, you get this message as the opener on a dating app. I get she was just trying to help her friend, but ultimately it was too weird for me. Sincerely, who's who? P.S. The first line is in response to a prompt that I have where I wrote, I say yes to new adventures because several of my picks showing me hiking, uh, but I'm thinking I need to change it. Okay. This is a bit confusing when I read this I agree. Before. So basically, I guess to summarize, she gets this message on the dating app after some, as someone who's responding to a prompt of hers that mm-hmm. says, I always say yes yeah. to new adventures. And they write, okay, blank. It says you always say yes, dot, dot, dot. Truth moment before this goes too far. This is blank. This is blank's good friend, blank. Our deal was one week. Let me see what's really going on in here on the ladies' side. I didn't make a plan for when I had to start talking to matches. I tried to be blank once. It's too hard and weird. So it's easier for me to be me and be honest. I'm being the best modern-day wing lady. I did my own swiping throughout the years. It's a hard life. Lady to lady, you're so cute. And I'm happy to be blank's representation saying hello. 
I just showed him a screenshot and he said, oh yes, absolutely. This sounds no. like like a, a dating app version of a, like a Nigerian scammer. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Please send me. Yeah, yeah, like the next text would be like, oh, by the way, yeah, send me right. money yeah. and yeah. I would be out. I think the whole thing is like kind of, yeah. it's one, it's like kind of cheesy. And then even if it's not, it's like, Okay, why am I talking to this person's assistant on a dating app? Right. The premise is yeah. you've let your friend yeah. play with the apps. Right. They have found you an app, a match based on their search. But the way it's written is also right. I hate the way it's yeah. written. Yeah. I have no I have no issue with someone swiping for their friend, but then just pretend that it's their th- or or mm. don't. At what point are you an yeah. adult? Like this is very childish, it's very middle yeah. school. I don't like the idea of I've done my own swiping throughout the years. It's a hard life. Now you pity me. Yeah, I'm just this because loser. I get it. You got. You want out of here? Come on, yeah. I can help you out. Yeah, but if Fuck you're off. legit, like, yeah, it has to be you. Like, if it's your picture on the profile, like, it has to be you, right. Using that. And did you know, fluid? Uh, just to, oh no, okay. side note. Plug city. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> plug 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 plug. Um, Fluid is the only one, you know all the other dating apps, you can use weird phone numbers that aren't actual real phone numbers, like Google numbers. Oh, I didn't know Our app is the only app where you have to have an actual phone number belonging to an actual person to join. So it it like um, dilutes all the catfish. Well, now I'm sweating a little. I'm like, how many of these like bots am I talking to? There's actually a lot on the other dating apps, yeah, on Tinder and that. So they have to use their real. What's Mm -hmm. that? About six dozen. <laughs> I'm trying to find love, yeah. Marcy. Farmers yeah. meet. <laughs> Marcy. <laughs> Rebels publicist. Yes. For those Who listening only at reps home. me and Julia Roberts. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's a top publicist. Yes. And yeah. Marcy's Julie- like, we should have done a FBI background check on you. Right. I'm <laughs> yeah. on all these apps. We're letting her in here. <laughs> with, with all my phone numbers. But that could be something shady. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like the vibe. tone of it. I don't like the no. this gotcha. I don't like, I don't like at the end, I showed him a screenshot and he said, oh yes, absolutely. What am I? Right. No one asked you. Ikea furniture? Yeah. No one asked you to do this. Right. Right. I agree. I would be turned off by it. Also like, their friends seem weird. You are who your friends with. He's probably weird. Right. I'd yeah. 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 Part of their right. squid yeah. game. I'm yeah, out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm a nah. All right. Let's do one more. Okay. J and J love the pod. Here's my faux pas or nah. He pees in the sink. My boyfriend and I came back to his apartment after eating dinner and both had to go to the bathroom. There's only one in his apartment. So he said, you can go. I'll just pee in the sink. (laughs) This is a gentleman. (laughs) He was joking. I laughed and went ahead. When I came out, he was sitting on the couch. And to my horror, he told me he had already gone in the sink. His defense was that there's ammonia in pee, so it's sterile. And the water from the Mm. sink ends up in the same place as the toilet water. So it's no big deal. Curious to hear your thoughts. You know, it's funny when I first heard this, I thought of him in the bathroom with her and it was like a couple's moment uh, where they're both peeing. He's in the sink. She's in the toilet. It changes like in things. Like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it changes things for me that it's the kitchen sink. Yeah. yeah. That's weirder. No, maybe it's the not as weirder, kitchen. but it's still weird. I don't know. Yeah. The kitchen sink's weird because yeah. that's where you put your food. You right. wash your food. His stuff. ammonia thing is a little too knowledgeable. Mm. You step on the stool. Uh, we didn't get his height here. Yeah. But <laughs> some, I, mean, I mean, 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Also, I get it if it was one night you were very drunk. Yes, I thought that was yeah. where it was going. And it's one time. Yeah, that's my issue. probably all right. That's a faux pas. I agree. My issue with it is that it like the casual, like he already had the defenses for why it was okay. It wasn't like, I really couldn't hold it. Sorry. I really couldn't hold it. So I just had to go in the sink and this is like very embarrassing. Don't worry. I'm going to scrub that like down. I know that's really just like this non-self-awareness. Yeah. Right. How gross the, it's it is. A, there's ammonia yeah. is not enough of an answer. Right. It doesn't sound like he like waited. If, if I were him, him, the only way that this would make sense is if he was like pounding, like, are you done yet? I like, and he was like about to pee in his right. pants. An emergency situation. Right. Would you rather someone pee in their pants or pee in the sink? I think probably in pee sink. in, in the, the sink. sink. Yes. Listen, if yeah. I was dating a woman and I just saw her jump up on the countertop <laughs> and start peeing in the sink, I'd be like, holy fuck, this is the woman of my dreams. I don't know. I'm so like, you're into it. I'm into it. I, I, I have to up. say, like, just like a, like a cat just jumps up. Like, good to go. Like, that's crazy. Well, one day we'll find one that's what? not a... It's not a deal breaker for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or that is a deal breaker for you, brother. I mean, no, I'm just thinking of it like, I've never heard of a woman. I, I've heard men do pee in the sink. Like this is a. Oh. I mean, when were you going to say that? Though? Oh. <laughs> well, is that I'm a the, thing? I, I think it's a more of a thing because, you know, we have directional use, you know, mm -hmm. the, you know, there's a functionality yeah. here that, you know, that is differing. Like is when a you like a urinal. Well, that's the thing. You guys are talking about this as if, you know, when women pee, it, it, it looks like a balloon exploded. You know, like it goes, you know, there's like, you know, the, the, the directionals right. we have. So to him, I understand why to him it's not that big a deal because he's like, I went directly into the sink. How do yeah. you get that how tall, though? You think he was Maybe a like step squatting? stool, as Marcy yeah. pointed out. Um, he gets down, up on the counter. Yeah. He just goes Huge he just penis. Just yeah. Flops it over <laughs> the sink. <laughs> right. He's... <laughs> position thank you marcy the publicist yeah. just brings up he, maybe his dick is huge i, I didn't see that yeah. coming from you marcy yeah well that might affect yeah. the faux pas or not yeah right. huge cock but he plays like, in the sink who cares that's that's now you're calling yeah. him papa it's like a puppetry of the penis thing right yeah, but, yeah. that was big in australia yeah, was it? It's called puppetry of the penis, where they did all weird things with their penises. No, I've heard of this. That? Yeah, it was like a stage show. Oh, like, that's the kind of stuff we have in Australia. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you said it was a conservative yeah. place. Right. Well, yeah, it is. Right. No, yeah, the penis had a tie on it like when they would yeah. do the puppets. <laughs> I think <laughs> the they did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. great. Biggest faux pas you can make, not having faux pas stocked and ready to go for your next girl's night or date night in. I love the spicy mango margarita. It is my favorite flavor. Um, it tastes, to me, honestly, like just as good as, if not better than a regular margarita. And I love that I can have it by the pool, by the beach, so portable. It's so a great easy. drink. It is a great, um, refreshing drink that I love. I love saying it. Spicy mango marg? Are you kidding? Like, that's a fun... Who wants a spicy mango marg? I do. All of us Pass do. me one. There Let's you go. Visit www.fauxpascocktails.com to find your favorite faux pas near you. That's F-A-U-X-P-A-S and follow at Drink Faux Pas on Insta so you don't miss out on any of the tea. I mean tequila. 
Wow, listen. This is amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, uh, it's surreal. It's a bit surreal because I listen is, to you guys all the time. It's surreal that it's surreal. I keep like, saying yes. this, but like the fact that you... In person. This is crazy. We were like, she's no no way she's going to come in person. No way. We're yeah. Like, we're, we're, Couldn't, we never so thought. Excited. Yeah. You have an open open pass oh, thanks, whenever you want, God. even right. when no one's here. This and, office is open. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Is yeah. there any episode that you think back to that you have any opinion on any emails that were sent in? Is there anybody's issue that I you were mean, like, I disagreed with both of you guys? Or is there any I special mean, moment I, with I the mean, podcast? I love the awkward sex stories. I just always find that interesting and like as mm. a comedian and stuff. And, right. you know, when you're sometimes improvising comedy beats or whatever, you love to draw stuff from real people's experiences. But I don't know. I generally think like I'm – I kind of feel very similarly with you guys when you give advice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I would have said that. Like, oh yeah, she should dump him. I think oh, last week's episode, you were saying, ah, oh, the dump, dump the guy. He's not. Oh, oh, I'm trying to think of the scenario. It was the girl. Oh, um, the guy was like, oh, I'm not paying your rent anymore. Yes, yeah, that. Exactly. And oh. we were like yeah. instantly like, yeah, dump. Yeah, dump. he would no. She wanted to move to San Diego. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. he said. He yeah. first he said he would help her with the rent because he wasn't paying any rent himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was dodgy. And then yeah. he did it a week before she was supposed to move or something. Yeah, and I was shitty. like, and then you like instantly like dump. So I normally like agree. I'm never like sitting there going, no, right. you guys are giving the wrong advice. <laughs> so we're changing. I think, the, the, I think uh, you guys give very good advice. Oh, well, and thank I you think so you're much. helping so many uh, daters out there. Well, that means and, a lot. And uh, you know, and we're all about having people find love, and you know. Yeah. And because I I know as somebody who it came late in like when did I meet Ramona when I was like uh, forty one forty two, and like that's quite late I guess. Although the average marriage age in New York is at forty, is, is it? it really? So, yeah. So that I was the that. one thing that like made me feel like oh I'm not that bad then. No, uh, I mean I think yeah. I think your the story is age now is forty. I think your yeah. story is so inspiring. I think your app is such an amazing idea, and I know any of our listeners would probably have a great time exploring it. It sounds like yeah, um, like I think it's kind of cool. Even say if you are one hundred percent straight, you could see, just see the dating pool out there. What's going on? Yeah, uh, and just like see see the people and like because that's kind of if you walked into a bar, you just see all the people and right. then zoom in on who who you're actually attracted my, to. My bio will be a hundred percent straight. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just like that it's super <laughs> tailored to you because I think everything th- with dating a lot, everything can feel very like binary of like. Yeah, this and and, and this is like love yeah. with no labels, and just you don't have to tick a box and label yourself. And to me, I think it's very progressive, and and hopefully, like a, a lot of people get on there and find love, and then they can have babies and engagements, and and then I'm like, oh, cool, love. I'll, it. I'll feel yeah, I feel very fulfilled if that happens. So, well, so we'll see. Like it's in the early infancy stages, mm-hmm. and um, and we'll see. But it's it's been a cool cool thing to develop, and it came out of yeah my own my own love life stories. We love yeah. it. Fluid. It's on the, in, on the app now. store. Yeah. Unless you're Android, we'll, we'll get to you. Yeah, we will. Um, but it's, uh, that's amazing. That's so cool. And we're yeah, so thankful that you, congratulations oh, on everything. Thanks, and Jordan. we're so like. Thanks, Jared. Oh, it's so, it, it is the coolest thing in the world that uh, you enjoy the show. So. Oh, I love it. No, it's just interesting. I always go out on a walk and listen. And so you're exercising and like listening to something fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and we'll be back on Sunday with Sunday special. The U Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. 
social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.